Welcome to Love Notes from a Soul Coach, the podcast where we don't shy away from the difficult topics. We dive deep and explore what it means to genuinely, authentically heal. I'm your host, Mary, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's show. Well, here we are. Another holiday season is upon us. How do you feel about the holidays? I know they can be tricky for many of us. And what I also find tricky is talking about all of this without being cliche or redundant. Talking about this time of year in a way that acknowledges how painful it can be without reinforcing or pathologizing the pain. In mindfulness meditation, there's a practice called touch and go. When we're sitting and difficult emotions come up, difficult memories surface, we try to touch upon them briefly, notice them, and then let them go and bring our attention back to our breath. In this way, we're not denying what's coming up. We're not repressing it. We're not seeking to avoid it. We're touching it. We're allowing it to be true, to be felt. But the key here is that immediately after we touch upon it, we're guiding ourselves right back to the breath. We're not lingering with what hurts. The breath is our refuge. It's our reminder that life loves us, that the universal intelligence which holds the cosmos together is holding us together too, breathing us the way the wind fills a sail or makes the leaves flutter on a tree branch. Our breath is our aliveness and our connection to life itself. So when the troubling thoughts or feelings come up and we touch upon them, we acknowledge they're there, but then we return to the breath. And by returning to the breath, we're returning to our connection with life, with the energy of love. So if this time of year kicks up, a lot of heavy stuff for you. See if you can integrate this practice into your life. It's not exclusive to meditation or to the experiences that come up on the cushion. We can practice it continuously wherever we are, whenever we feel overwhelmed. Just noticing, oh, I'm out to sea. Let me come back. Let me find my breath. Let me remember that life is never not here with me. Life is always loving me through each moment, one moment at a time. One of my teachers used to say that this practice, the art of return, is what meditation is really about. It's the skill we're developing, and it's at the heart of why we sit. Being able to notice I've lost the present moment. I'm way down the road of a tangent, or tangled up in a string of thoughts, being able to notice this and then bring ourselves back with love and gentleness to the present moment, the way a parent redirects a young child who's toddling around getting into all kinds of trouble. This is where the gold is. Because the redirection not only strengthens that muscle, that capacity in us to be here now, It also cultivates a spirit of friendship and kindness within us. 
It can take time for this to happen. In the beginning of practicing meditation, there's often a lot of enthusiasm. But once we see how often our mind is straying, once we begin to confront how out of control we feel, we can get discouraged quickly. We can get very frustrated with ourselves. I got so frustrated during a longer sitting one time that I literally got up in the middle of it and left the building. I felt like I couldn't take it. My inner voice was more like an inner scream, like a critic talking at me through a megaphone. There was no art of return happening. There was just me sitting in a room with other meditators whom I imagined to be blissfully cruising toward enlightenment while I endured an internal meltdown. But I went back the next week. That's the thing. I did go back. I did practice the art of return because I didn't give up on myself. It was a delayed return, but it was still a return. I talked with one of the teachers. I told her how awful the practice was going for me. And she reassured me that every meditator goes through this. If we're brave enough to raise our consciousness to what's actually going on in our own bonkers minds, we will be confronted by the reality of our inner torture. All of us have it to one extent or another. In confronting the nature of our own minds, the nature of our own inner voice, we can begin to transform it. What we find through this process is that throughout our lives, we're not reacting to what is happening in the purest sense. We're reacting to the narrative our inner voice is telling us about what is happening. This is a critical difference. If you've ever watched a movie with the sound off, it's a wildly different experience. The tone of voice, the way the lines are delivered, the music, all of it creates an emotional response in us. It's the same with this movie called Life. We're narrating our own movies, but we seldom take the time to tune into that voice and consider it, consider the way we're talking to ourselves. Most of us talk to ourselves in ways we would never talk to a young child. But there is a young child in us. It's the part of us that feels vulnerable when we try a new thing or express a deep desire. It's the part of us that recoils sensitively to criticism. It's the part of us that's scared to get it wrong, scared to be in trouble defensive about our shortcomings or mistakes, overwhelmed by the magnitude of what being alive means. It's the part of us that wants what it wants, even if that's irrational at times. There's a young child in us, and when we berate ourselves, we are hurting that part of us, which I know we would never do to an actual child, but we learn to do it to ourselves. And meditation, for all the ways it gets idealized, is really about addressing our own penchant for cruelty toward ourselves. It can actually feel quite gory when you're in the midst of reconciling all of this, but we touch and go, touch and go. Realizations come up. Oh, I'm talking to myself harshly. I'm attacking myself. I'm experiencing despair. There it is. There is my pain. And then we breathe. We return consciously to the breath. It's a bit like touching the bottom of a pool and then pushing off. 
sometimes there's a feeling that's a lot like breaking through the surface of the water, that moment when we find our breath again, when we feel how precious it is, how much we need it. It can be a real relief. So maybe we can try something together right now, if you're up for it. Are you up for it? Maybe we'll bring in a little music. There we go. And let's just take a few breaths together and tune in to what's going on beneath the surface. Yeah, let's just take a breath. What's there for you? Notice where you might be feeling tight, where you might be holding, gripping, tensing, and see if you can just release it. On the next out breath, just release. Yeah, release it, touch and go. Noticing what's there, acknowledging it, and then letting it go. Turning your attention back to your breath. Where do you feel your breath the strongest? At the tip of your nostrils? Your rib cage? Your belly? Take a few more conscious breaths in and out. Feel your connection to life. We're not talking about the holiday season right now. We're feeling it. We're accessing that information directly from the body, not from the intellect. This is a really powerful way to process. So just remember, touch and go. This practice is available to you anytime. Check in with your feelings, acknowledge them. Then let them go. Return to the breath. Return to this present moment. Return to the refuge of it. Let it hold you. Let it be a source of great strength and great peace. If you enjoyed this little exercise with me, I hope that you'll check out the new guided meditation on my homepage, marywelch.com. I put it together specifically for support around the holidays and it is completely free. It's my gift to you with lots of love. I'll see you next time. Thanks for spending the time with me today. And if you heard something that resonated, 
please consider liking, subscribing, and sharing this podcast so it can find its way to other ears out there. To learn more about my work and my latest offerings, visit me at marywelch.com or on Instagram at marywelchofficial. Till next time, friends.